Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy Flosser podcast. My name is Billy Lunt. I am your host, and I am here to talk to you about all things dental hygiene to support you on your journey through the dental hygiene program. Welcome, so glad to have you. In this episode, I have a guest on Kim Augustus. She is the owner of Bloom RDH. And what I love about Kim is her enthusiasm about helping students as they're about to graduate make that transition from school to private practice or public health because it's a really big leap. And I know as students from conversations with you all that you suffer from a little bit of self-doubt, a little lack of confidence, and a little bit of fear. And rightfully so. It's a huge transition to go from the guided faculty appointment where you're seeing about three patients a day to you're all on your own making your own decisions in the operatory with six or eight patients in a day. It's a really big leap. So I was really excited when I met Kim. I heard Kim uh, speaking on a podcast with Jackie Sanders on her RDH podcast, and I just loved her energy. I could feel it in her voice. And you'll, you'll do the same when you listen to this. And so we connected online, and I just love what she's doing. I love what she's passionate about. She's so focused on students and just giving back to them based on her own experiences in the operatory. And which is, you know, it's really important to know what drives somebody to achieve their goals. And so for Kim, her goal is to support students on their journey from school to the operatory. And I just absolutely love what she's doing. And so she uh, spent some time with me going over some of the things that she is doing to support students, because I know all of you have to cross that threshold. You are going to graduate and you are going to become a registered dental hygienist and you are going to cross over that threshold and you are going to work in a practice. So we all go through that transition phase and it's scary for everyone. And so knowing that you have someone to support you on that journey I wish Kim was available when I was taking that plunge. We didn't even have social media at that time, which also provides a really nice benefit and networking for you. So take a listen. I hope you get something out of this episode because I know I certainly did. So I have the pleasure of speaking with Kim Augustus today, and she is the owner of Bloom RDH, which what I love about Kim is that she is supporting the needs of our new graduates. And so this is why I was so excited to have Kim on our podcast, because I really want students to know that there are resources available to them when they get out into the real world and they leave school. Um, oftentimes in the last semester of a student's learning journey, they will start to panic a little bit because they recognize that their faculty is not going with them uh, mm -hmm. when they take on their first job. So Kim is here to pick up the baton when the faculty puts it down and really help students cross over that really big bridge that goes from school to private practice. So Kim, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. And thank you for having me. It's great. I actually love what you just said about picking up the baton. That's a, that's a great analogy. But it's true. I mean, it's such a terrifying experience. You know, I remember it when I was a student of, you know, you get into a lot of times an operatory alone. 
and you don't have your faculty to bounce every idea off of or to reassure you that you're you're making the right decision. So I like to try to create, you know, a safety network and and just support for for new grads that's so needed all over. I love that. Don't you feel that, and this might be something that students just don't realize, is that so much learning goes on in that first year in the operatory when you are alone and you have to make those decisions yourself. Yes, absolutely. That first year is really that transitional period of of finding, you know, who you are as a clinician, finding the right office and the right fit that's going to support your growth so that you can continue to enjoy your career and, and, you know, have a successful career that you worked so hard in school to get to that point. Yeah. I compare it to ortho. So I feel like school is the phase of ortho where we get everything straight and beautiful. And then you get out into the field. That's where you have your retainer and you have all these choices to make. Do you wear your retainer? Do you not wear your retainer? And what kind of choices do you make that keep that smile beautiful? <laughs> what kind of choices that do you make to really blossom your career and go in the direction that you want? So how does a student pick an office that helps them foster and grow? How do, how do they do that? Um, that was another great analogy. I love that. Um, I love to tell my own students, they're probably sick of hearing me say it, but you're interviewing your potential employer just as much as they're interviewing you. So be equipped with some questions so that you can see how that office runs. Ask them, do they provide you know, a, a head hygienist or mentorship in the office that you're going to. Private DSO practices are often frowned upon, but they often have the resources that can provide those things for a new grad. But again, have that conversation with your potential boss. Ask that individual, you know, can we meet monthly? Can you show me areas that you feel I can um, improve on or let me know areas that are I'm doing really well in. But having that open communication with your boss is going to help build your confidence. It's going to um, help you learn and grow rather than finding yourself in an office where all of a sudden you're in there and you're back-to-back 45-minute appointments or they're double booking you or you're feeling overwhelmed, you're questioning every decision that you're making. And then that leads to self-doubt. It leads to questioning if you've made the right career choice. So finding that, um, you know, hand-holding at the beginning is so important, finding that right fit for you. Yeah. So it sounds like just being really upfront and honest, Mm -hmm. displaying confidence, but also explicitly saying what your needs are. Yes. Hey, I'm a new grad. I need some extra time as I adjust. Is that something that's okay with you? Hey, do you mind, you know, if you're treatment planning, showing me what you see in the mouth so that I can, you know, get prep the patient before you even come in. I would love to develop a really great co-diagnosing relationship with you. And again, all of these things are hard as a new grad to have a conversation with. So even I like to practice with um, my students or my mentees about you know, let's role play those questions back and forth so that you can get comfortable with what to ask. And then the working interview, that's so important, or even a a shadow of an office. How does the team work? Are they um, helping each other out? Is there a good flow to the office? Does it feel like it's a, it's a place that you can fit in, you know, take a peek at how everything's running. 
Yeah. So for students that don't know, uh, you said DSO. What is a DSO? Yes. Dental service organization, uh, you know, better word for corporate organization. And there's some wonderful ones out there and there's so not wonderful ones out there. There's so some wonderful private practices out there and there's some not so wonderful private practices out there. Don't let other people's perception of things skew your vision for where you find yourself in an office. Oh, okay. So that's really helpful because there's so many different designs of how an office runs. And so one might be a better fit. Exactly. Yeah. That's, and that might be hard to know without doing a working interview or just getting Mm -hmm. to know the team. That's a really great suggestion. I love that. I think one of the things students talk the most about is how do I get faster? How do I manage my time? Because they do see and recognize that when they're in school, they're seeing a maximum of three patients in a whole day. And to think in their own mind, how am I going to see you know, six or eight patients in a day, even though they don't really recognize that some of the slowness is because of faculty, we have to check certain things. And, and some of it is our protocols and process, and they have the speed that they need. But how do we support them in in understanding that it's manageable? I think the biggest thing for students to understand is give yourself a little grace. You're not going to walk into an office and be as efficient as the hygienist that's been doing this for 20 years in the room next to you, but you might be able to learn some things from her so or him. Um, so get yourself comfortable. Start, you know, establishing a flow with the patients. There's a there's a 20, 20, 20 rule that's out there, you know, 20 minutes of fact finding, 20 minutes of scaling, 20 minutes of, you know, the doctor check and and cleaning and notes and all of that. Keep that in the back of your mind, but also realize that it's you might have days where you feel like you are on top of it, and then you might come in the next day and feel like you are lost beyond belief, and that's normal. We've all been there. If you're not feeling it, then there could be something else going on, (laughs) but that's normal. (laughs) Um, The other thing I like to say is have a conversation with the dentist too about, do you mind coming in in the middle of the appointment to do the exam as I get comfortable? Some offices are switching to that mentality completely. Some offices are still having the doctor come in at the end, but if you have the doctor come in and do their exam in in the middle, that gives you more time where you're not you know, running to that last minute of that appointment, trying to find the doctor, having the doctor come in where all of a sudden now you're 15 minutes behind. So have that conversation as well. Hey, you know, I I really, I'm, I want to make sure that I am providing the best care for my patients and for this office. Do you think we could try this out as I get acquainted here? Yeah, I've always really liked that model because then the dentist can just come in when it's convenient for them. And you, exactly. you aren't waiting as often and everyone has different things going on in the office. So if they can just pop in whenever it's good for them and just hop right in and do that transition, it makes it so that you have a little more flex time to kind of work through those. Oh, that's such a great suggestion. Yeah. So Kim, tell me how Bloom RDH happened and, and what it is that you're providing these new graduates as they transition. Yeah, I'd love to. So I have had this feeling of wanting to do more for, for students. I work, I'm a clinical faculty member. Um, and then I would hear from my students after, you know, hey, is this the right fit for me? Um, I'm struggling here. Or I'm struggling there. And then the more you, you reach out, you realize that students were struggling all over. And it's not anything, you know, 
hygiene school does an amazing job of providing that foundation that we need for us to graduate and to pass our boards. But the learning doesn't stop there, as you said. So where can we pick up those pieces? And that's kind of where Bloom RDH was born. So I offer, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching if you find that you just want to you know, tackle a couple of things, just the two of us. I offer group coaching, which I have my next program launching next month, where, you know, we talk about everything from the interview process to, you know, breaking down the, the perio treatment that your patient may need, how to utilize intraoral photos effectively, and, and a numerous list of other things. It's also, I find, you know, the group I have right now, they love connecting with each other. They love learning from each other. And we're celebrating each other's wins throughout the week when we when we see each other. So that's a really great option. And then I also have a group on Facebook that's just, you know, a free page for students and new grads. And, and in that page, you know, you can share anything that's going on. And then I also host just free networking chats every month that, you know, we can learn how to communicate with one another and, and learn from each other there as well. And that's just come talk about anything. We've talked about boards. We've talked about what your school requirements are. Um, so that's really fun too. So there's lots of different options. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I don't know if students realize how important networking is. So this provides them right out of the gate an opportunity to learn the benefits of networking so that, you know, because we can't know everything when we graduate and it feels good to know that you're not alone when you are coming into some of these struggles that you we all know you're going to face right as seasoned hygienists I sometimes struggle with the schedule as you know and, and sometimes things just happen and sometimes having that network helps you get past that hump of self-doubt or maybe you know burnout that sometimes occurs when you when you try to face things alone. So I just love what you're doing, Kim. I think it's it's yeah. needed. I think it's beneficial and I think that it'll really help students move into the navigate into the waters of dental hygiene a little easier. Yeah, and just to touch a little bit more on networking too. Networking is so important. You might find as you're working clinically that you want to pursue something else with within dentistry. Networking and having those connections with people can open up so many doors that you don't even know are there. So the more you network, the more you meet people. Dentistry for being such a huge industry is also so small. So connect with people and you will have some amazing opportunities that, that arise. Yeah. I, I myself don't think that I recognized when I first graduated, how valuable and beneficial networking really was. And, and it took me a while. I felt like I was alone in my operatory for quite a long time, just kind of navigating through all the different uh, ups and downs of dental hygiene. And it wasn't until I started networking with others that I really felt connected and also re-energized, you know, and I, I just, wow, I never thought about certain things that other people would tell me that they were doing. And it just reignited my passion and love for dental hygiene. So I just, I didn't re recognize that when I first was a hygienist, that's for sure. So I'm glad that you're, you're kind of making that connection right out of the gate when students first graduate, because it's so necessary and beneficial right. for sure. Right. And there's so many conferences that, you know, we can attend nationally and you might, 
realize that someone that you've connected with in a networking group is going to be there. And then you already know somebody and you can connect in person or there's just networking is so great. And it is something that I didn't realize for years in my career. You know, I would go to conferences, I'd sit in my class and I'd leave and you'd miss out on all of these opportunities that that are there. Well, and that's the thing. It's like you, when you know better, you do better and yes. you don't know what you don't know. And when you go to a conference and you know a couple of people that are there because of maybe you're on a, a similar Facebook page or you've networked together, you know, online, it could be just online and you know, they're going to that event. When you go, it just creates such a, a more enriching and connected experience when you go to these conferences. So you can get together. It feels a little more like you're looking forward to something. And then there's so much more conversation that occurs and a lot more growth potential for you personally in your profession. So I just love that. And I don't know how I missed that the first right, day. Me too. Me too. I agree. I agree. <laughs> So, well, what you're doing is great. The students uh, can just benefit so much from it. I'm so glad that you took the time uh, to come on to share that with them. And I appreciate all you're doing. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you. I know I'll be at RDH Evolution. You said you'll be there. I'll definitely yes. be there. We can show what networking looks like. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's so fun. It's going to be awesome. And our students can benefit from knowing what's out there just, you know, through all of their connection with social media. It really mm -hmm. helps them to get and stay connected with one another. So thank you for what you're doing, Kim. Yeah, thank you. And social media is great. And I'm, you know, I'm reaching out to so many schools and, and speaking with graduating classes because as an instructor myself, you know, my students probably tune me out by this time. So I like to come into a school kind of and present myself as the fun aunt, right? Like I'm going to come in and, you know, you can hear the same thing, but from a different voice and it can be so much more powerful. So it's, it's just, it's a great way to connect with everybody. Yeah, I love that. That's a good point. My, my students probably aren't listening to my podcast. Because they're like, oh, it's her voice again. That's her. I, I, I'm glad to know, though, that I can be somebody else's fun aunt. Maybe there's right? at other schools listening in. I love that. Thank you, Kim. Thanks. I hope you guys recognize that you have a lot of people in the field that are cheering you on that are on the sidelines supporting you, guiding you, and they're there to help you. On this journey, there's going to be lots of bumps, lots of questions, lots of concerns, lots of celebrations, lots of things to be excited about. Pat yourself on the back, be kind to yourself, and know that people like Kim, people like myself, are right there to help you through those challenging times and to celebrate with you when you have a win. I would invite you to send me any questions that you need answered. Questions come up when you listen to this podcast. I have a link in the show notes and I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. Also, I would appreciate a review if you have time to leave one. Thank you so much.